if, if somebody, somebody shows you who they are, are believe them the, the first time. time. <laughs> listening to episode number 61 of the Self-Care Sunday podcast, a minimalist media project by Kaylee Reed. New episodes are uploaded only on Self-Care Sundays, and today's episode is a fun chat with my friend of eight years, visual artist and entrepreneur, Ali Beckwith. So if you don't know who Ali Beckwith is, you can go back to episode number four, where we talk all about Ali and how she got to where she is in her career, or episode 46, where we talk about influencer marketing and the law of attraction. And Allie is now on the show for the third time. She was visiting from New Brunswick, which is where we both met. And today's episode was recorded at the Ramada, downtown Calgary, literally sitting in house robes, drinking champagne, and having the ultimate catch up. This episode is almost like peering into one of our real life conversations as friends, which is kind of why I love it so much. And we're chatting all about relationships, including our current relationship statuses, what we've learned from past relationships, and answering your Instagram questions about how to get over a broken heart, being influencers while dating, and long distance. So I want to start the episode talking about our own relationship statuses and like a very brief history of where, like how we got to where we are now, because we have completely different lives right now in terms of relationships. And I think very different, um, perspectives. Yeah. A hundred percent. A lot of relationship things. So but do you want to start or do you want me to start? All, I feel like we, since that's also true. What's funny is we originally met through my ex boyfriend, and now eight years later. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan. So, okay, so, how did you get to where you are now in like a very, what I would call a very happy and healthy relationship? Yeah, definitely. Okay, Justin and I met almost. Actually, I think it was like three years ago. Like really soon, it'll be three years. Um, and we met on Tinder. And I used to use Tinder with my friends as, like, a funny joke. And we would just, like, message these guys and be like, look out your window, I'm outside. Like, I'm over by the streetlight. And then these guys would be like, what? Really? Like, I don't see you. Like, we would just... This is so funny to me because you are really well known in New Brunswick. So in my head, I'm like, how many of these guys now know who you are or like follow you on Instagram? And they're like, she was a psycho. She told me. We always said like cute, but psycho. And we would just like mess around with these guys. And it was just like a joke. It was really, really funny. We would like get together and just do that. And then I remember seeing Justin on Tinder and I was like, who is this guy? Like, haven't seen him. Were you like immediately attracted to him? Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah, He was blonde. He was holding a Your beer. Type. I was like, yeah, hi, <laughs> who's, who's this? Anyway, he, I think he messaged on me first. I don't really remember, but I have a screenshot of it somewhere, like our first conversation on Tinder, which is like pretty funny now. <laughs> um, anyway, and then we had a first date and we actually got in a big fight and we went out to like get drinks. Did I tell you the story before? Kind of, I maybe. Anyway, we got drinks and we like went around to like a couple different places to get drinks. And then he's like, do you want to come to my condo and like have another drink? And I was like, yeah, sure. We both lived uptown, which I really liked that he lived uptown. And yeah, we went up and we just like kept drinking. And then we ended up getting in a fight. On your first date, you got in a fight. Yeah, like a bad one. (laughs) I was like, I hate this guy. He was like talking about like, 
partying with his friends and like just like a few things that like rubbed me the wrong way and I was like oh this guy's I hate him like we do not have like the same intentions as like what I thought and I like got really mad so if you were ever in our old condo building it's like up four flights of stairs and it's like a maze to get around so then I got in a fight with him and I stormed off and then I'm trying to get out of the building and I'm like, oh, no. Like, I forget how I came in. Like, I couldn't find where. Anyway, so I had to call him after I, I just remember. left him. And I had to be like, oh, uh, hi. Like, it's me. Like, I am lost and I can't figure out how to get out of the building. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah. Like, follow Whatever. He, like, explained it to me. And I remember just, like, being so mortified that I had to call him back and I needed his help. <laughs> anyway, so then we didn't talk like too much I think we like texted briefly and then I went traveling I was like away for a couple months or like a month and I came back and I was like okay like maybe I'll deal with him like he lives uptown <laughs> so then we started hanging out more and then I like it was kind of like that whole like first date like didn't even happen like it was really weird like we, we like hit it off after our first date but our first date was a disaster and then so, we've been, like, get together ever since. When you were traveling during that time that you, like, didn't see him, were you guys talking at all? Were you, like, Snapchatting <laughs> or, like, nothing? Well, and he knows this, so this is good. That is, this won't be a surprise to him. But he would, like, text me, and I would just be like, oh, this guy, like, no. And I remember being on a beach in Florida, and he texted me, and I was like, oh. And I, like, threw my phone in my bag, and I didn't answer it. So, like, I did not, like, it wasn't like I missed him or I was thinking about him. Like, I, like, wanted nothing to do with him. And then I got home, and I was kind of like, oh, well, he lives uptown. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, he's hot. So I, like, gave him, like, more I gave him, like, another chance. And so that was three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny about this story is <laughs> I've heard this on other relationship podcasts. Girls saying that their husband, when they first met him, they were like, mm, I'm not, like, obsessed with him. I'm not super in love with him, whatever. Like, but then the guy kind of won her over oh, yeah. afterwards. Yeah. And every single time I hear that, I'm like, really? That's so interesting to me because... Yeah. It's just like a completely, because a lot of times girls are super obsessed with the guy right off the bat and then it ends really poorly. It like ends up being super toxic or high and low and whatever. Totally. Yeah. This definitely set the tone of our relationship, I would say. But he was really cute. Like when I got back, he would always be like, oh, like I'm thinking about like um, making homemade pizza and wine for dinner. Like, what do you think? And I was like, yep. I like pizza. <laughs> I like wine. And, like, he would always kind of, like, come up with, like, cute ideas and just be like, are you in? And I'd be like, yeah. Like, it was, like, hard to say no because they were, like, already thought out. It wasn't, like, a back and forth. He'd be like, okay, pick you up at 8. And there'd be, like, no conversation in between. So, like, I liked that he was very, like, straightforward and, like, there was no games. It was just, like, really refreshing. And he's also older than you. Yeah. He, by like a few years, right? He's like five or six years older than me. Yeah, interesting. Which yeah. I personally think in a way plays into it. But mm -hmm, at the same time, definitely. I've dated older guys that also don't have their shit together. Really? Like, so I think it, it kind of does depend on the person too. Oh yeah. And he, like, don't get me wrong. He did not have his shit together. I will like back up. <laughs> he was a disaster. <laughs> but no, he like shaped up like pretty quickly. Okay. So for mini context on where I'm at, I mean, yeah. Currently, Tell me about you. Currently single. Um, I will say that I think a lot of my, a lot of the way that I look at relationships comes from my relationship history. So in a way, I have been a serial dater in the past where I kind of jump from relationship to relationship and I do 
really love being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a relationship person. I hate being on dating apps. Like, I hate going on first dates. I hate, like, I'm not like a, I don't know. It's just not comfortable to me. I would yeah. much rather have one person. Totally. And so for almost three years, back when I was living in New Brunswick, I was in, like, a very serious relationship with a guy. We lived we lived together. We moved in together, like, very, very soon. I want to say, like, three months. Like, three months into dating each other, I think we moved in together. And we were living like, together for, like, like two and a half years. Like, you moved all your stuff. It's not like yes. you just, like, started staying at his house. No. Like, I was living with him. Yeah. In, like, a studio apartment. Roomie. Yeah. Like, fully moved in. And I, my lease was up at that time anyways, and I was, like, trying to find a place to live. So it, like, in a way kind of made sense. But also looking back, I'm like, wow, that was really soon to move in with someone. Yeah. But, yeah, so we lived together for two and a half years, I think, um, between three different apartments in two and a half years. We had, like, moved a lot. We were both, like, very ambitious, both very, like, business-oriented. We, like, built friend groups together had talked about like getting married and buying a house together and like these very big I remember this serious things you remember this yeah when we were in New York you were like telling me about that <laughs> do you remember that I remember we like went to get menchies and you were like talking oh, about yeah yeah yeah, do you remember? yeah okay I do and I was now. like wow she like really likes him yeah. yeah oh yeah I like really really loved him um loved yeah past tense because we are no longer together we don't even talk it's like one of those relationships where did he block you he unfriended me I think no he didn't block me but I I definitely was the first one to unfollow him and I'm that type of person like I don't want to see anything to do with your life because it will drive me crazy I will like dig a hole yeah focusing so much about how they have moved on with someone else or something else. And this exact same thing happened. Like I came back to New Brunswick to visit and he had a new girlfriend, which I didn't know about because I wasn't following him on social media. And it like completely shook me. Of course. Completely. Yeah. You like to get a little creep in. So the heads up before something like that. I should have. I would say. I I would have probably gave a little search there just to make sure. (gasps) Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. But anyways, so that was a while ago now, though. That was like two years ago that we broke up, I think. I moved to a different, completely different city, different province. Um, Had like another relationship since then, but definitely nothing as long lasting. It was maybe like six months. Mm -hmm. Then I moved to Calgary and kind of started seeing someone for... I would say too long to just casually be seeing someone and got to the point where I was like, I really do want a relationship. And I recognize that some people aren't looking for that, but it doesn't make sense to keep spending time with someone, no matter how much you get along, no matter how much fun it is. If at the end of the day, you want completely different things, like it just doesn't make sense because it's always going to be something in the back of your mind. This was with me always like at the end of the day I was like why doesn't this guy just want to date me like I was ready for marriage two years ago and this guy can't even commit to being my boyfriend yeah so at that point I was like okay I'm going to actually actively try now to find somebody that wants the same things as me and is on the same page as me Mm -hmm. which is really hard in this day and age like dating I'm so shocked that you and Justin met on tinder 
Although you do hear these stories. But I wasn't ready to, like, get married or anything when I met, like, like I said, I was, like, making fun of people on Tinder. Like, he wasn't kind of, like, I was, like, looking for anybody. And I'm sure he wasn't looking for someone like me either. Like, I'm sure of that. Like, we did not plan. We weren't, like, on our first, well, obviously on our first day, we weren't, like, talking about, like, oh, do we want the same things? We Mm. were just, like, kind of having drinks, like, around town. Like, it wasn't really intentional. And that's what kind of scared me that we that I really liked him because I was like, oh, wait, like, I wasn't really looking for <laughs> Am I ready anything. for that? Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but now it's obviously, like, it just worked so well and it was so easy that I can't even imagine anything else. Like, but we did not try. Interesting. And yeah. then, I don't know if this conversation was with you or with someone else, but I've also heard, like, you can't go into something looking for something specific if it's two people and you're meant to be and, like, it clicks and everything's there, like, it will just happen versus like trying so meticulously to find the totally. right person and someone who's like looking for like it takes away the excitement factor when you're like so do you want a serious relationship you know yeah I think like kind of yes and no like I think it's also important to n- like make your intentions or like not even intentions but like your needs known mm-hmm. but I think each person is different like if, like, Justin and I, like, both kind of, like, didn't care. But if I really did care, I would have made that really clear. Yeah. And I think he would have been, like, maybe, like, mm, I'm not sure. But, like, after we kept <laughs> hanging out, I'm sure he would have been, like... Yeah. And, like, vice versa. Like, if he was, like, oh, I'm looking for a really serious relationship, I might have ran the other way. But I also, like, thought it was super easy, so maybe not. But if that was really important to him, I hope he would have told me that. Yeah. See, I'm in that boat where, like, I want to know your intentions I want to know what mm-hmm. you're looking for because if we're on completely different pages like yeah. even but, if we have chemistry you know but I think that it can change once you meet a certain person true you know true because you could be looking for absolutely nothing serious yeah. and then you meet the right person and all of a sudden you're like yep I want to commit this yeah. is the person that I want to be with yeah that's what happened with us refill and I'm gonna oh, grab yeah. our uh, first question so we asked on Instagram some questions that you guys want answered all about relationships and I want to start with kind of like the sadder questions <laughs> and move into ending on a lighter note. So the very first question is, how do you get over somebody that broke your heart? And this is like the question of all time. Yeah. So how did you, would you, have you had your heart broken multiple times or was there like one big breakup that broke your heart and how did you get over it? I remember a breakup that happened in like first year but then we ended up getting back together but the initial breakup like killed me like I remember not being able to sleep at night and I was literally sharing a bedroom with Katie Davy in residence <laughs> and I got up in the middle of the night and just drove around Fredericton in my car at like three in the morning and I remember just like being like, what am I doing? Like, what do I do? Like, I was so lost. And I've only felt like that one time. Mm. And this is the worst part. It's like we got back together like almost immediately after. <laughs> but like those like maybe 48 hours, like a few days were like gut wrenching. Like yeah. I could not even imagine my life without this person, which yeah. is like hilarious to think about now. It's so crazy to think about now. But imagine. <laughs> oh my God. No. So all of that. And I liked it like. I think I learned a lot exactly from, like, those, like, 48 hours, like, about how to, like, picture your life without someone, and I know it's so hard in that moment when you're, like, like, literally driving around in the middle of the night being, like, what am I going to do? 
but I think that taught me so much like to look at the big picture and it's like mm-hmm. even now like a few years later I'm like imagine my like life with that person mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what it would be like it would be miserable <laughs> so it's kind of like just being able to step back and like tr- really trying to like even though it's like so gut-wrenching and hard to think about the big picture just like it's happening for a reason have a glass of wine mm-hmm. hang out with your friends and just like really try to picture the big picture Yes. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier today, how when you're in it, it's like you're focusing on ever. the micro. It's mm-hmm. like you can only focus about what's happening in that exact moment in your life, in that sphere, that hour, that your room, like whatever. You're just like so micro. But then when you are looking at things in retrospect, hindsight's always twenty twenty, mm-hmm. And so you can look at the macro in retrospect and realize, wow, big picture, this was like a blimp. Totally. Out of everything. And you can even be with someone, like I was with the person that I, that I would say was like not even the biggest gut-wrenching breakup, but the longest relationship was three years, two Mm -hmm. and a half years, three years. And now it's like, I don't even talk to this person, think about this person. Yeah. We've both completely moved on and are totally different places in our lives. Yeah. And you do. And three years is nothing no. in the grand scheme of things, right? Like it's so, you have to look macro at things. Yeah. So after that, like, that's the only breakup that really shook me like ever. Even like when we broke up for good, I was like, yeah, thank God. Like I just <laughs> felt relieved. Like I did not feel like sad I almost felt excited mm. and I think having a good attitude during a breakup is so important like I feel like it's okay to be sad for like a couple days and then move on like yes. you should be excited you are free now you yes. are literally free to do whatever you want with your life and like your decisions and what you want to do and I just think that's so exciting and thrilling and so good for your own self-development I think it's so important to be independent even if it's forced independence. Yes. I'm a big fan of breakups. I think that, I think I said I had like four boyfriends. After each breakup, I like was a different person, like a better person, so much more confident. And Interesting. Yeah. Which I feel like a lot of people, it goes the opposite way. Yeah. You feel way less confident because you're like, why didn't this person want to be with me? Mm-hmm. But I think it also depends on why it ended. Like what was the reason for the breakup, you know? Ish, I had a guy dump me. I've actually, I think all of my boyfriends have dumped me. <laughs> kind really? of. But then I was always like, oh wait, I regret my decision, and I'm like, I've moved on already. Yes. <laughs> like, oh see my you gosh. Later. Can we talk about that? Oh, that happens because all the time. <laughs> literally every <laughs> single breakup, every single time, and this is always with guys. I feel like girls don't do this. Maybe we do, but I specifically don't. I know that, but I know in general probably. I think in general because guys seem to have a hard time appreciating what they have right in front of them until it's gone until it's gone and then they're like wait wait, wait, wait. where'd you go why like be with me yeah. marry me and you're like okay I've already moved on this yeah. like we broke up three months ago because I think I read this somewhere or... it was like girls react immediately and then guys react like it's a delayed reaction mm. in the moment honestly that okay. makes so much sense in the moment they're okay and then a little bit later they're like oh wait are you okay without me? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's happened a bunch of times. But I hope at this point, girls, you've moved on and you're not going to go back and be like, oh, okay. That is like, especially if you know better, if you know that that, that person is not your person mm-hmm. and you know that you are like giving more 
than you're receiving and all of that, like walk away. Get it. You know, Get it's so hard. It's need. so hard. People just love being comfortable. It's so risky to like be single and be alone, but you got to move on. But it's exciting. Yeah. Think of it. That I know way. there's two it's ways exciting. to think of it, right? And I think too, what has helped me get over a breakup or broken heart is keeping myself busy and putting the effort that you would put into thinking about that person Mm -hmm. into improving yourself. Yeah. So putting all of that stress or energy or passion or whatever into work, I don't know how healthy that is, but that's what I do every time. And that's like the only thing that helps me is focusing that. that into work. If you go back on my blog, you can find like probably all of my breakup posts. (laughs) Like I, what I found really therapeutic was getting all of my thoughts in, I think there was like kind of supposed to be journal entries. And then I was like, oh, whatever, I'll just post it. This is probably someone else might, you know, this might help somebody else. But if you go back, you can find them. And it's like basically me like explaining like exactly what happened and why I was hurt and why like I'm excited or whatever like the moral of the relationship Mm -hmm. and then I find that like a form of closure and then I'm like okay I got it out of my system we're already like 25 minutes into this podcast episode and I'm like we're on the first question (laughs) (laughs) classic uh okay as influencers I just think this question is so funny as influencers how do you make real connections and avoid people just using you so okay relationship wise uh most guys that I have like been with have not liked my job and career I was just gonna say I feel like (laughs) most guys don't want to be like the Instagram boyfriend no I don't know like most guys shy away from that Mm -hmm. and I will say that I did I have met guys before that are like really into that and like want to be Instagram famous or Instagram models or whatever and it turns me off so much I don't know why but I'm like this is my thing I don't know if that's how it comes across to guys too but like just meeting a guy that was like that I was like no no I'm not into this at all well so one of my ex-boyfriends like hated it like it was just, like, I mean, it was a bad relationship to begin with, but he would get so, like, mad at, like, things I would, like, post that, and I'm, like, okay, like, too bad. <laughs> like, this yeah. is, like, part of my job. Yeah. And are you that insecure that I can't even do my job where it's, yeah. o- like, solely internet-based? Yeah. So that, obviously, was not going to be long-term. I will say that Instagram can be a breaking point in a relationship. Just thinking back to that long-term relationship that I had, this there was so many red flags. There's so many things that like I should have known better. But like, for example, so I was on Instagram all the time because again, this is like part of my job. He kind of got from that that he should be on Instagram too. But then I would find out afterwards that he was going through and like liking girls' photos or in their DMs asking them out or like wanting to hang out and I'm like what you're like in a committed relationship and living with this person and you're in another girl's dms like it was so wrong totally and I don't know if the listeners know maybe I'll just like people can see what you like Mm. that's just like one screenshot away from getting back to your girlfriend yes (laughs) literally it's crazy so I think it's to me it's almost like it's such a weird thing to do in public like just resist the like just like it in your head. Yes. Oh my God. If you like it, like it's such an awkward thing for me to like see. I'm like, 
why? Like, must you just press your finger on that button? Like, Well, this was literally the conversation, like, three years ago. Allie texting me <laughs> a screenshot of photos that my boyfriend at the time had liked of, like, Instagram girls in bikinis. And Allie's like, why is your boyfriend liking these photos of another girl yeah, like, in a bikini on heads Instagram? Heads up, red flag, Kaylee. <laughs> and me, I was like, I need to talk to him about this. Yeah. I still stayed with him for way too long after like, that. How's but it going? You need a place to stay? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I remember seeing that and just being, like, instantly screenshot sent to Kaylee. Crazy. But, like, why did he think no one was going to see that? That's what, like, but blows my mind. This is the thing. Like, when you're in it, like, I was in it, and I didn't do anything about it, really. Like, we had a conversation or two conversations. Right now, he would pack his bags. Yeah. He would never. See the thing? And this is my problem. Actually, you know what? I'm partially going to blame this on on being younger and, like, having the first, like, really serious relationship ever where I was just like, oh, we'll work through it. We can work through anything. It's love. And now looking back, having, like, gone through all of that, I'm like, what was I thinking? If If somebody somebody shows shows you who who they are, are, believe them the the first first time. time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I should have just... Because then after that, it just escalated. It wasn't that he was just liking photos. He was in girls' DMs. And then he wasn't just, like, DMing them. He was telling them that he was in an open relationship. And it was just, like, it escalated so far. Yeah, no. That you just... But it's so hard. But hopefully now you know not to tolerate that in the least, so... Exactly. Because I was going to say, you don't know until... Like, some people seem so perfect on the surface until you're in a relationship with them and you find these things out. But then my mistake was staying with him after I found that thing out, you know? Like, once you find out, it's like, why are you even trying? Yeah, especially if it wasn't, like, a mistake. Like, oh, like... I don't know. It was my buddy's ex-girlfriend, and we were just looking no. at the picture, and my finger slipped. Like, no, no, it, no, no. it's not you okay. Know, it's, it's never a mistake. Okay. It's never a mistake. Oh my gosh. Okay, next question. Um, <laughs> we're gonna ask questions about you and Justin because people are interested in oh, your relationship. Yeah. You always manage to keep your cool with Justin and laugh <laughs> things off. How? Because he doesn't really bo- like bother me. Like, the things that Justin does that, that really, really bother me is when he puts clothes beside the hamper. When he... Let me think. Um, takes his work shoes off and leaves them in the middle of the kitchen. Like, these are things that I blow up at. Like, I literally... <laughs> the, that's what we fight about. Like, there's nothing that he really does that's serious that bugs me, really. Mm-hmm. He doesn't... He just... He's so easygoing, and I'm the crazy one, so it really works for us. <laughs> I would say, how does he keep his cool with me, honestly? Um, but no, I don't know. We just get along really well, and we both have different... Like, I kind of know when to take charge on things, decisions about, like, design and color and, you know, like, house stuff, and then, like, this trip that we're going on tomorrow to Chicago. Like, he planned the whole thing. Mm. So, like, we both kind of know where our strong points are and where we you know, what we both prefer. So when we're traveling this weekend in Chicago, my main thing, like my main non-negotiable was I want to be somewhere very intentional for sunset every time (laughs) we're anywhere. Like every time we're traveling, like that's my non-negotiable. So he will like plan, I think we're going to like a sport game at some point. So I'm like, okay, as long as it ends and we're like a good, we're at a good spot for sunset. So like, it's kind of just like figuring out what, we both want and making that both making sure both of those happen 
But this to me sounds like a healthy relationship. <laughs> Whereas so many people, myself included, back in the day, you make excuses for all these things yeah. that the other person is doing rather than recognizing that this person isn't fulfilling your needs or this person is not good for you okay. or X, Y, and Z. Yes. You make excuses and you're like, well, yeah, he liked another girl's photos, but it doesn't matter. Like, he's committed to me. We're living together. So this is the thing that I've learned is some guys that I have dated have, like, made me feel crazy for wanting mm-hmm. to be somewhere intentional for sunset. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they make they made me feel crazy. And, like, I am a little crazy. But I find that in a healthy relationship, you just both know what, like, what's important to each of you and making mm-hmm. sure that, like, whether it's stupid or not to the general if it public. matters to them exactly. then it matters like, to you that's important yeah. to me and like eating at you know the top rated restaurant and whatever he's like a foodie is important to him where I could eat at McDonald's I don't care so that is like a negotiation for us all the time mm-hmm. so any guy that makes you feel crazy is also red flag really really red annoying flag. and like a red flag we just we put up with so much because there is this need to be with someone and to be loved and like prioritizing that over working on yourself working on your business Mm -hmm. doing a hobby that you love getting better at x y and z learning a new language like there's Mm. just this self-pressure that I think a lot of girls put themselves through that then makes them question everything and makes them feel like the crazy person yeah when no you're not the crazy person if you're with the right person you won't feel like a crazy person for questioning these things. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> I like this. Is a long distance relationship for eight more months worth it? <laughs> this is such a, a hard question. question when we don't know what your relationship no is. No context. Like. <laughs> um, I don't know. It got, for me, it depends on how long you've been dating. I would say if you've been dating for three years, then like eight months isn't that long. Nothing, yeah. If you just started dating last month and now you have to be long distance for eight months, like mm, that might be a little more difficult. Uh, how much do you like this person also comes Is into play. Is this like the love of your life? Is this your first relationship? And also... For me, the biggest question is, well, if it's eight more months, does that mean it's a timeline on eight months? Like, at the end of eight months, you get to be together for as long as you want in person. Because for me, a timeline on long distance is the biggest thing. That's helpful, If you're long distance and you don't know when you're going to be able to actually be with that person long term, then I'm like, no, I can't do it. Yeah, and also if there's, like, visitations in between eight months, I think visit each other. Visitations just sounds like a prison. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think, again, this goes back to the whole micro versus macro. Yes, I have. uh, Yeah. And if they if it's healthy during the eight months and you're not like worried about what they're doing and, you know, like if you trust them, yes, wherever they are, then that will help the eight months go by faster. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's just like looking big picture. If this is somebody that you want to marry this is somebody you could see yourself with for a long time. Then eight months, eight is, months nothing. is nothing. Macro eight months is one university year. Like, I don't know how old you are, but <laughs> having now been out of university for, I don't know, four years, looking back during that time, it feels so long. Like every semester like is just like dragging going on to end. and it's so brutal. And then you're out of it and you're like, wow, that was a breeze. First and of I can't all. believe we've been graduated for like four or five years. I know it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, okay, so I think that's the takeaway from this episode is stop focusing on the micro, think macro, think big big picture. picture.
Mm-hmm.